The international break is done and Moyes' boys were on fire. But the Premier League is back and that's what we're here for. This is the It's Football Day podcast, episode number 26. Let's have some fun. So we mentioned them, Moyes boys, England had a lovely old time. The boys in white, we did play in blue though for one game, so the boys in blue as well. We smashed it. This is the thing with England, right? I think, I can't remember, we've just got some absolute... I think we've got the best qualifying record out of all international teams. Every time there's like um, a qualifier or a friendly or so, whatever, we always, we'll always win... Why not? But we might not still even play well. We will always win the game. Like defensively, you know, we conceded one goal across the three games and scored nine. Um, three games, three wins. I don't think there was like anything that was stood out as, oh my God, this is awful. The, probably the worst part for me was the fact we only beat San Marino 5 0. Yeah, it was. It was it, During the game, they were kind of like, because when we were 4 0 and we scored the fifth in like the 80th plus minute, uh, they were like, this will be the first time that England haven't scored more than five in years against them mm. so yeah. it was a bit I was a bit touch and go but Jesse Lingard mate had an absolutely insane game I mean he really wanted to score you could really tell that but you know he, he got three assists on the night I think and he was just mm. overall a, a great playmaker and what a way to get back in the team for him yeah definitely and with this like how we said and touched upon before like Kane obviously not starting out right up top I think it was Calvert-Lewin that um that led the line yeah um I mean, we took we had a lot of chances, obviously, and I think fair play to the San Marino goalie. Um, I think he's from Sirius C and was the only uh, outfield professional mm. on the day. Um, he was really good, that save onto the post. So, no, real fair play to him for that. But, yeah, 5-0 there. Obviously, as we touched one, Albania away, 2-0, standard sort of. Yeah, we probably could have done. England, probably, was... yeah, we probably could have done better with them. Albania did have some good chances, but they didn't really do much going forward. Yeah. Like they looked yeah. fast on the break, but then they had nothing when they got there. So, we, yeah, yeah. We, they weren't really a, a test for us. We kind of just played them off the park, and then probably mm-hmm. the game that we're all a bit worried for. Probably the hardest game in our in our group is Poland. Um, but mm. we were quite lucky that they had like two positive COVID tests and Lewandowski's out for four weeks because of a knee injury. Um, and yeah, we won 2-1, but we did make it difficult for ourselves. Yeah, Stones, very un-Stones. They were sort of like the Stones of old, people were saying. Um, to obviously give the ball away there. Fair play to um, the, the guys, still got to put it away. Um, smashed it past Pope. Yeah. He, uh, he had no chance for that one. But yeah, no, like I said... Another game, another win. Three on the bounce, Southgate. Um, I'm not his biggest fan, as as we know, and I'm I'm sure you're not either. I don't think many people are, to be honest. But just nothing at the moment like excites me about watching England. See, I'm in a group chat with like my mates uh, who are in a school with and stuff like that, and there, there's most most of them aren't Southgate fans, and I kind of. I stood up for him a bit the past week because you know mm. he did get us to a World Cup semi final. And, I mean, you have got to look at it realistically. When you look at the games, we lost to Belgium twice. We drew to, and when lost to Croatia, drew to Colombia. And then all we did, all we really did was beat Sweden, um, Tunisia in the last minute. And who was the other team? Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, uh, Panama, can... Panama, of course it was. So, like, yeah, Panama did 6-1. we really do that much to get there? Probably not. But I still think he deserves a chance. But... 
the se- the second half against uh, Poland last night was really really poor. He should have mm. made subs a lot earlier than he did. Like luckily Maguire gets the goal to put us two one up. But I'm thinking he should have made subs about the seventieth or seventy fifth minute. Bring Lingard in, freshen it up a bit. But he just didn't. Mm. And I am not a fan of Walker at right back. I said this to you. I am not yeah, a fan is. of it. He's way too negative for a guy that's got so much pace and so much promise going forward. He's mm. so negative every time he gets on the ball. He don't go forward. Mm. He goes back to Stones, Maguire. It just all game he did it, and it was really winding me up. I wanted Reese James on earlier, who just runs the line like Ben Chilwell was doing in the first half. He was great. Yeah, this is another thing as well. I touched upon with Chilwell, like it's the discussion at the moment, him and him or Shaw. Like for me, like I'm totally for Luke Shaw to to have that starting left back spot. I think he's been excellent this season. He's had a lot of doubters and a lot of critics, um, and he's just you know he's coming to his own this year. And I think yeah, for me, solidifies himself at left back in that in that back four or back five. It depends what sort of approach Southgate wants to make. But um, yeah, I think. Southgate's got the uneasy option of so many options. Yeah. Like, there's no out-and-out starting 11 between them. Because if you were to ask everyone, right, you're starting 11 down, I think they'd be very close. But there'd be like at least two or three players that are in certain people's teams and the other two or three players are in other people's teams. So I think it's just about for him getting that sort of concrete, sort of solidified starting 11. But... No matter what, whoever he puts out, there's there's going to be questions like, why is he playing over him? Or yeah. Why is he playing over him? Yeah, definitely. When you look like we didn't have Trent at right back, there's me criticising Walker. We didn't play Trent because he's you know, he was left out. We've still yeah. got Grealish, Madison, uh, all these great players that are injured out to come into this team and try and work their way into this team. Mason mm. Mount looks great. I really like Mason Mount in the England team. I see why Southgate did choose him over Grealish a lot because he does offer a really good threat going forward. Declan mm-hmm. Rice got two man of the matches on the other two games and he was yep. really, really good. Like Very defensively solid. Always helping out the centre-backs when they were under a little bit of a pressure and he got out of the pressure himself. And Calvin Phillips as well looks really good. Um, and yeah. that must be a difficult time for him at the moment. Obviously, if everything he's going through in his personal life with the passing mm. of his family member, and he's still turning out for England and putting in some really good performances. So, overall, I'm pretty happy with the international break. I think we've done really well. Um, mm-hmm. To get come on to get nine points straight off the bat is great. Yeah. Is is nine really points, good. Nine goals, one conceded, a couple of clean sheets, no. Only one sloppy mistake, which in the end didn't cost us. So I mm. think Southgate and the uh, and the team will be uh, happy. But I'll be honest, mate, I'm fucking gonna give a shit about international break and bring <laughs> the Premier League. <laughs> well, before we go on to the Premier League and stuff, and we'll talk a little bit more about the international break, although you might not like it. First off, we will stick to the subject of England, but England's under twenty ones. They're unfortunately out of the competition they're in. Um, they lost the first two games, and then to get to the quarterfinals, they needed to win against, I think it was Croatia, without conceding, and they conceded in the 94th minute, and they won 2-1, and it means that they're yeah. out. Gives like um, Steve McLaren vibes of Scott Carson in goal when we lost 3-2 at Wembley. Yeah. Um, absolute on- I've never seen such an onslaught for an under-21s manager on Twitter. Everyone just absolutely going for him, saying... Giving it, giving him basically the boot because within that under twenty ones team, you could argue some of them would walk into, you know, a lot of top half Premier League sides and even the 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 you know the main the main England side like 
you got Hudson Adoy. I know Saka's now in the main one, but he recently was in that squad. You've got um, uh, who's the player I'm thinking of? I Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones. That's what I was well. thinking of. Yeah, like, like so just... many good players are in that team and should be doing a lot better than obviously losing two games and then winning one. But mm. yeah, the calls for AD Bouvray's head maybe a bit premature, but like to be fair with the players that they have, they should have been doing a lot better. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But I guess people just want the uh, future generation of English football to um, be in a stronger position as the uh, as the main team right now because obviously we are one of the favourites for these tournaments coming up soon. And I think that is that is justified by like the players that you see when they play for their club. But I just, yeah, I just I'm just worried England might not gel like how how it was back in the day. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll um, we'll be uh, we'll go on to the uh, other topics, I guess, now of the international break because you forget how much football there was. I think it was like three three games per per international side, so it was almost yeah. like non-stop. Um, some as expected, some crazy uh, results going across. Um, no shorter than the uh, one last night. Uh, Germany losing at home to uh, North Macedonia 2-1. Um, Werner. <laughs> uh, everyone, loves, everyone loves a dig at Werner, so we'll go to Werner. Absolutely terrible miss from him. Mate. Did you see he's been granted a North Macedonian citizenship? Has he? That's muggy. Yeah, that's so muggy. I think muggy. he signed it or something. That, that's weird because like, it's like he's fixed it <laughs> is he going to get charged with fixing games but that mate yeah. that was so poor he's just completely just took his eyes off the ball and just completely missed the ball like yeah. it's really worrying that the Chelsea curse of a striker is really playing on like playing on That'll him be right. we'll, get, we'll get Haaland we'll be alright oh there <laughs> we go he looked oh my god he looked phenomenal have you seen that training goal he scored how do you yeah. hit a ball with that much pace that is a joke I do not know to be fair though, he went three games, no goals in this, and everyone's like, "This is the first time he's gone three games without scoring." I know it's Norway; they're not the strongest team, but it's still Haaland. But um, I'm, I, I don't look to it for any, as anything. But yeah, no, Germany losing to North Macedonia two-one, um, huge result for them. Um, also, well, this was really controversial, and I was shocked because obviously a big thing for these international games was VAR not being used within them. Mm. It's obviously going to be a bit of a shock to um, a lot of players who have it week in, week out, like the big guys. And then where it was needed most was for a two-all game in the 95th minute, Serbia versus Portugal. Who else but Ronaldo gets himself in position, slots the ball past the goalkeeper, it rolls just over the line, is a goal, and it's cleared off the line. But it's very clear to sort to sort of see with the, uh, the human the- eye, and uh, Ronaldo was not happy. The thing I think is worse because you mentioned VAR not being in these games which is yeah we're in a world right now where VAR is in every pretty much every top tier league like the big leagues in each country the fact this isn't even VAR this is goal line technology which has been in in these like um, games for absolute years now like goal line technology has been in the Premier League for like what over 10 years maybe um, mm, kind of what in just, terms of being used to decide goals or just there I, I think yeah in general wouldn't it yeah, you can but always like, like see. It's crazy because it's so obviously over the line. I saw a lot of uh, memes on Twitter just reminding me of like you know the Frank Lampard Germany goal mm-hmm. where like they do the line and they draw the line backwards past the ball and it's like that's what the goal mm-hmm. line was. But yeah, yeah, Ronaldo is absolutely incensed. Obviously, like you do this for your your, your country, 
mate, they could have had two more points out of that game. Uh, Bruno mm. Fernandes looks like he's fuming at Ronaldo because Bruno Fernandes takes every penalty in every club he plays for, except his country. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of things and it was just like Ronaldo going to him, look, I take the penalties here, mate. All right. <laughs> yeah. You pa- you pass the ball to me, I take the pens, I score the goals. Um, but yeah, like they didn't lose the game, obviously. they You know, you want to... You want what's fair, and it, it was a goal um, at the end of the day. But so that's kind of the European teams. Now we talk more about the United Kingdom teams. Uh, so Scotland, obviously, are one of them. Uh, Scotland, four 0 win last night, and Ryan Fraser's got two goals in two games. Like it, Newcastle resurgence. Is there a bit of hope for Lewis's boys? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but didn't um, Tierney play centre back in this game and get like three assists yeah three assists and Tierney plays centre back he honestly is a fantastic player and he could be really good at Arsenal if he yeah if he keeps this up and they play him like, in they basically they just coach him well enough and like they mm. they play to his strengths because you know we always everyone talks about Scotland's leagues being a Mickey Mouse league kind of thing and there was even talk that Celtic and Rangers could compete in Ligue 1 at one point mm. like recently this week which mm. seems baffling but um, yeah like everyone kind of takes the piss it's a bit of a Mickey Mouse league the players that come from there or go there are a bit like shite but um, a bit washed yeah. yeah but Tierney is definitely proving that he is more than capable of uh, cutting it in the big leagues he's done really well in this game he's been doing really well in the Premier League so but yeah, centre back. Who he's actually left back to play centre back and get three assists is nuts. Mm, no, no, fair, fair play. And we mentioned Rangers there actually. That kind of links us on ne- like nicely to the next part. Bale kind of got you know, a bit of revenge for the uh, Czech Republic or like the Czechoslovakian. No, not Czechoslovakian. He's just Czech. <laughs> uh, he got kind of revenge on the Czech guy that racially abused Glenn Kamara, who plays for Scotland and for. Um, Rangers. Rangers and yeah, Bale kind of you know helped out the side and elbowed him in the face. <laughs> Wales, golf, Spurs, Madrid. Oh, it justice Wales, golf, Spurs, Madrid. Yeah, yeah, all in that order. Justice. That's that's what he cares about. He cares about justice first, then it's Wales. I think Madrid can go. Madrid can go in front of Spurs now after what he came out with uh, in the last week. Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know, where have you been? Obviously, uh, Bale has said that this is just a stopgap at Spurs mm. to get playing time ready for the Euros and he he does plan on going back to Madrid a team that openly do not want him someone said uh, Bale was using Spurs as a pure gym (laughs) (laughs) that was so good but um, yeah no uh, I seen uh, I think they had to put something out saying like it wasn't intentional or or maybe it was like a gimme but it was basically like wasn't intentional Bale just elbowed him in the face and said fuck you guy (laughs) <laughs> that's what the cover up was before for uh, what the um, what they called Slavia Prague. That was their yeah. cover up for it. So absolute joke that, but um, a nice one, Gareth. But yeah, Wales did get a win here. Um, they won one nil. It was quite a last minute win against Czech Republic, which is a great result for them. They've played two games. They lost against Belgium, and then they played the Czech Republic and they beat them. And they are probably there because they've got quite a hard group to get out of because you're only mm. two qualifier. And you know Czech Republic are a great team, and mm. then you've got. Obviously, Belgium, who absolutely smashed it like 8-0 against Belarus the other day, uh, or a team like that. So, like, they, like, they're probably favourites, but Wales are going to really have to try and get these points. To get a win there uh, is great. And I'm pretty sure there's a red card in uh, for both teams in that game. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I think Patrick Sh- uh, Shrick, or Strick, however you say his name, yep. he got a red card. And I can't remember the guy for Wales who it was, but Daniel James got the goal, and he seems to be popping up everywhere. Did mm. you see, speaking of Wales, did you see that Harry Wilson become like the youngest ever goal scorer for Wales uh, behind, mm. or like uh, he's taken Gareth Bale's title and his dad or granddad sorry uh, put a bet on when he was like four years old of like 50 oh, I love yeah these. put uh, that he would become Wales youngest ever goal scorer he put like a tenner on it and he's won 125 grand and he's retired fucking hell yeah like That's I so, think you hear a lot of these stories like I think a lot of it's with like golfers and it's like he'll win a major when by the time when he's older and it's yeah. like 500 to 1 and the family will put like 200 300 pounds on it but no that's so cool like, i don't know I, I never see these bets happening like nowadays though maybe they've stopped doing them yeah it's, but, it's, it's um, like um it was lewis cook wasn't it um he, he his dad or granddad bet that he would get an england cap before he was 17 and he become england's youngest it might be i don't know it might be in the under 21s he was playing for at the time yeah. and he, he got it basically and his granddad won a shitload of money but yeah so harry wilson has done his granddad a favor he's retired bless him 125 nice. grand that's not bad is it that's probably not retirement like money, but then again, he probably ain't got that many years. I'm sure Harry Wilson, a professional footballer, has probably given him a couple of quid to. Yeah. Uh, he only plays for Bournemouth, doesn't he? So it's not that Ooh. great. <laughs> Actually, where is he? I know he obviously was at Liverpool. Is he? He went on loan. Did he get signed by Bournemouth, or was it just a loan? Oh, I wouldn't take a piss out of Bournemouth, mate. You lot be playing him next season. Oh, yeah, he's got a point. Because Bournemouth are coming up. Oh, here we go. <laughs> right, well, finally, we will talk about the final team of the UK, Northern Ireland. They're fucking shit. They're so bad. I'm pretty sure they lost all three games. Crown and glory, right. It's that time. Thank God the Premier League's back. None of this boring, negative, backwards, quiet football. It's the proper stuff. The best league in the world. Super 6. Huge weekend of football ahead as well. Some absolutely Banging fixtures. So for the Super 6 this weekend, uh, the choices are Leicester City at home to Manchester City. Big game. Arsenal at home to Liverpool. Newcastle hosting Spurs. Manchester United hosting Brighton. Obviously, this is going to be across Saturday, Sunday and Monday. So on the Monday, we've got Everton Palace and Wolves at home to West Ham. So yeah, six big games there, I think. Yeah. Really big games. They all had something um, different to the, the league as well. Each. Yeah. Because what, Leicester are third, Man City are top. Arsenal and Liverpool, both fighting for like Europa League at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Newcastle mm-hmm. could get relegated and they got to play Spurs. Um, Man United, Brighton. Brighton obviously fighting relegation as well. They're not that far off of it. Uh, Everton pushing for top four even, top six, top four. And then Wolves, West Ham. West Ham pushing for Europa League football. So, yeah. Big, big weekend. That Saturday night is decent as well. Leicester, yeah. Man City, R5, and then 8 o'clock, Arsenal, Liverpool. and oh no, buzzing. And some restrictions have been lifted, so I'm going to get some of the lads round, a couple of beers. We're watching the football on Saturday in a back Lovely garden. Stuff. We love it. Lovely stuff. Right, so my predictions for this weekend. A bit unprepared. I normally have them uh, done already, considering I made them. <laughs> Right, let's have a look. So Leicester, Man City, I'm going to say Man City are going to win this one 2-1. I've gone 2-1 Man City as well. I think Leicester oh, will get a goal. Shock. Here we yeah, go. Here we go. Going to do all the same 2-1 Man City. Well, then I'll go Arsenal, first Liverpool. then. Arsenal, Liverpool. Go I'll go first. Go Arsenal for 1-0. 1-0, okay. Arsenal going to beat Liverpool 2-1. Okay. Newcastle Spurs, my team. Do you think? Um, do I think we're going to get a win? 
No. We're going to lose 3-1 to Spurs. Callum Wilson is potentially back, though. That's where I think our one goal is going to come from. I think we're going to okay, lose 3-1. But Callum um, Wilson could be back. I think you won't score. I think you won't score and Spurs are going to beat you 2-0. Exciting. Uh, <laughs> Man United versus Brighton. Go on, what do you think on this one? 2-0 uh, Man U. Nice, easy 2-0 win for him. I've gone 3-0 Man U. <sighs> we shall see. Everton at home to Palace. Um... I think this will be a close game. This game's always a bit of a funny one because I remember this has let me down a couple of times on Akers in the past. This game just stands out. I'm going to say Palace are going to beat Everton 2-1. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, it's at Goodison, isn't it? It is at Goodison. We know what happens at Goodison with Everton. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm changing mine. I'm going to go uh, 1-0 Palace. I originally nice. went 2-0 Everton, but you've convinced me. Fair enough, fair enough. Wolves, West Ham. Um... I think it's going to be a goal fest. Do you? On a Monday yeah. night? On a Monday night. Under the lights. Wolves West Ham. 3-2 West Ham. Oh, I went 2-1 West Ham. I think West Ham will win it. Because they're just yeah. so good at the moment. What is Moyes West Ham, doing? Uh, West Ham are actually the best team in the world. <laughs> like, West it. Ham don't lose games. They just win. Or bottle 3-0 leads. But, um, <laughs> they're just the best team in the world. Oh, you heard it here first. So this is for. Do you know how much I slagged off West Ham at the start of the season? I know. We, I we've mean, done a full one eighty. Yeah. Did a full three sixty. <laughs> More easy. <laughs> but yeah, so we've both gone for West Ham wins. I'm so excited for the Premier League to be back, man. I've mm-hmm. you know this weekend of football. I'm just excited to watch Newcastle lose again. I didn't think I'd miss it. I mean, Spurs, no other sort of team up there, you know, another top six team. They'll, um, they'll give you a scene too. Yeah, probably. Well, we'll find <laughs> out. So, you know where to find us by now. These episodes, past has been really short and it's not intentional. We're not trying to rush things. Uh, just haven't really had that much to talk about. Because, yeah. you know, quality, not quantity, mate. It's quality, that is it. not quantity. The quality of these podcasts are sublime. And they get better and better. We're back stronger. Yes, we stole that from Peter Crouch, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Each podcast is their own. And you've been listening to the It's Football Day podcast. You know where to find us by now at It's Football Day XI on Facebook, at It's Football Day underscore on Twitter and Instagram. You know where to find us. Go on the socials. We'll keep you updated. And, you know, we're just back. And we'll see you next time. Chinese tonight. Oh, someone order a Chinese?